0: Uh, Today, I'm going uh, north of the border here, and uh, we're speaking with Oded or Gil. Uh, Oded is the president of the Canada-Israel Chamber of Commerce. He is also the president of 5x Capital, and he is also right now the, the CEO of Ocean Falls Blockchain. And we'll talk about all three of those things and how they're interrelated and really kind of capture all the things that Oded is doing to help businesses grow and expand and really get pushed to the next level. But before we get there, Oded, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today.
1: Well, thanks, Brent. First of all, Ben, thank you very much for having me on. It's uh, it's great to be Absolutely. here. Um, my background is, uh, again, I was born in Israel, came to Canada quite young. I uh, had the tremendous opportunity of living all across Canada, in, in Ontario, and then later in the West, in Alberta. Uh, graduated law school, uh, practiced that for a couple of years, and then moved into the financial services sector where I've been for about the last 27 years, doing a, wearing a variety of different hats and uh, different roles, from being a financial advisor to working in senior management, uh, to CEO of uh, a wonderful boutique investment firm. Uh, and then in 2017, I, I branched out on my own, uh, and set up uh 5X capital, where uh, it was the the opportunity to invest some of my capital and some of clients' capitals and really do a lot of things that I love to do, which is just help companies grow, uh, build organizations. And uh, I've been doing that and, uh, you know, work wearing a couple different hats, as you mentioned, over the last four or five years.
0: Yeah, no. And I mean, clearly uh, for someone who, I guess, kind of bridges between two cultures, right, uh, Israel and Canada, you've been able to play a great role as the president of the Chamber of Commerce. Um, But tell us a little bit about what you're excited about right now and what you're working on uh, today.
1: Well, I guess I mean today I'm working on all three of those things that I've got going on, uh, yeah. but uh, again with the Canada-Israel Chamber of Commerce, just it's it's been wonderful. We we continue to uh, to grow and develop and promote bilateral trade between Canada and Israel, two great democracies, two great uh, you know business centers, and really just we we hold a number of events and and you know to try to uh, you know stimulate the growth between those co- those two countries. I mean that takes up probably ten or twenty percent of my day, five uh, x Capital, as I said, is my company. Uh, I'm involved. Uh, we, you know, we're a small merchant bank uh, where we identify uh, companies in unique se- sectors. Uh, we're sector agnostic, but it could range everywhere from med tech to. Artificial intelligence, which is a buzzword, cybersecurity. Um, and again, we help those companies provide them advice, help them raise capital as they look to opportunities on the Canadian capital markets. And that, again, takes probably about 20 30% of my day. And the other 100% of my day is involved with, uh, with Ocean Ball's Blockchain, uh, which is a great company, uh, again, and I, and I love this space as I'm learning. I think Blockchain is going to transform the world as we move forward. And we're in the midst of, of, uh, of going public on the Canadian scale. Exchange in the wow. next six weeks. So I learned a lot about all the regulatory processes. I mean, I knew about that from uh, from a distance, but being the CEO and being intimately involved with auditors and lawyers on a day to day basis, I think I want to go back into my other roles. It's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit easier. Yeah,
0: no, there's no doubt. Uh, managing the process of going public or uh, being public is perhaps an exciting thing to think about, but the process is never easy so i've had the joy of participating in that and also working uh with several of my friends who are going through those processes right now and they have long sleepless nights
1: <laughs> i often i often tell everybody i was six foot two no
0: gray hair and good looking before this whole thing started <laughs> that's great so so tell me i mean Canada and has obviously become a kind of a key area for a lot of uh, amazing companies over the last couple of decades. But clearly, Israel is kind of like um, the, I don't know what we want to say, the birthplace of so many of these incredible businesses that are impacting us in North America. Tell me a little bit about the evolution that you've seen over the last decade. With the uh, businesses as across those two nations and some of the exciting trends that you're seeing in that space. Yeah,
1: it really is. It's, it's quite it's quite exciting. I mean, Israel is known as a startup nation. If if you've heard that terminology, yes. I mean, and there is no doubt, I mean, they're at the forefront of, of a lot of things in the AI, cyber, food tech, uh, agri-tech, water tech. What's really been interesting for me, and I've been you know, trying to encourage many Israeli companies to look at the Canadian market over the last 20 years. And what I've seen is a maturation on both markets. And what I mean by that is that often in Israel, 20 years ago, there was a great startup idea and they might get taken out very early in their lifespan. Or if they had the patience and really had something unique. Could go on to unicorn status, maybe be the next Waze or Mobileye, where or there's a number of those companies right now. What we've seen in Israel, which is interesting, is the maturing of the mid cap market, where companies do move beyond that four, 10, 15 million valuation, but might might cap out at only, and I use that you know in quotation marks, only 100, 200, 300 million market cap. Um, and the, the interesting part is their recognition that uh, there's an opportunity in Canada. Uh, historically, Israeli companies, like everybody, they, everybody wants to go to Nasdaq. Everybody wants to go to the NYSE. That there's been a recognition and an opportunity to come up to the Canadian market and recognize that uh, a company with a market cap of 150 million, 200 million, is a great company, you know, and could do very well in the public markets in Canada. That there's opportunity, and if they are continue to be if they continue to be successful, could actually make the leapfrog over to the U.S. over time. And on the other side of it is the Canadian markets. We often used to joke 20 years ago: we were either natural resources or the bank stocks. Um, and there's been a maturing over here in Canada, you know, with respect to like technology. I mean, we've had, you know, Shopify is a great company that's now listed in the U.S think their last market cap was 10 or 12 billion. They're a great success story, and there's many others that have gone over. So it's really been quite exciting. I see that maturation on both sides and, and an opportunity for Israeli companies to come here. Uh, one thing that's been the catalyst for that, I'll say, is, is CBD. I mean, you probably are aware Canada was much more open to that, and Israel was at the forefront of the medical use of CBD. But that's opened the gates for other many other kind of sectors and other companies to come over to Canada. So it's an that's exciting time. The, I,
0: I didn't know that Israel had actually embraced CBD early on, but that, that's great to hear that. And yeah, on absolutely. the medical side,
1: on the medical side, actually, recreational CBD, cannabis has not yet been approved, although it looks like it's it's coming right now with the latest parliamentary approval, the Knesset there. But on the medical side, they are at the forefront of, uh, of medical study in, in CBD. Wow,
0: that's that's really interesting. I joked before we started recording Oded with you, which is, oh well, you know, did you get the vaccine in Israel? And unfortunately, it sounds like you're you're stuck in Canada right now. But um, you know, the reality is that during this this period, certainly Israel was the standout nation. I think is in terms of vaccines early on. But how have you been able to operate during the last? couple of uh, months, I mean, really the last year, as we've kind of moved forward through this pandemic?
1: Well, again, I've been very fortunate. I mean, as we've often seen, other than, you know, early on in the pandemic where the stock markets, you know, didn't do well, but what we've seen uh, over the last year is a a tremendous acceleration in a variety of different sectors. Uh, And again, COVID, despite all the horrific aspects of the pandemic and the tremendous you know, damage it's caused to people and, and and unfortunately some sectors, some businesses, it really has created a K economy that if you look at different areas, as we said, we talk about med tech, we talk about, you know, AI, we talk about doing things like this zoom conversations that you and I are now engaged with, which is now day to day. There's tremendous opportunities and I do see, you know, a technological boom. that perspective i've been very fortunate uh working with my connections in israel uh again in israel is in many ways on the forefront of some of these areas including blockchain which is another aspect you know in technology that we're seeing develop um i've been very fortunate so being able to be very very busy uh it's good and bad working at home Uh, we've got a full house with kids like man everybody else is learning to adjust to the dog barking in the background um but it's been i've been very fortunate and it's been and I think we're into a, a unique situation as people have, to, some people have to learn uh, new skills and new trades, but uh, the remote work uh, creates lots of opportunities, even in fractional work and fractional sales. I'm seeing opportunities there. So again, almost, uh, I feel like at some days, ban I'm sucking on a fire hose, trying to learn all these things that are out there and uh, you're never going to get all of it, but it's been. No,
0: you're absolutely deep- not. But I mean, I think there's some big trends in, and certainly it seems like a lot of the work that you're able to do between Canada and Israel allows you to see some of these great, uh, great areas, great, great innovations. Certainly blockchain is in an area that has generated a ton of focus um, because of the cryptocurrencies and uh, because of the impact that it can have just from a ledger-based system on almost every area of, of business. Where does Ocean Falls focus?
1: Yeah, thank you. That's that's a great question. I mean, Ocean Falls is unique in the sense that we are a uh, we have two verticals right now. Where we are a traditional mining operation, Bitcoin mining. We see ourselves as a boutique renewable industrial miner. So we're very conscious. Uh, I I brag that I'm a capitalist, but if I, I want to do I want to do well, but I also want to do good. And my partners are, are the same elk. You know, and so we are focusing on hydroelectric power, renewable energy. We're going to look to start to experiment in areas, some things that are called immersion cooling, with the opportunity of dipping these units into a liquid and, and recycling the heat, which is really quite exciting over the long term. Um, but that is one vertical of our business is the Bitcoin blockchain, Bitcoin mining operation. And we're located in British Columbia and we're growing there uh, and there's lots of water and lots of opportunity to do it there. And then the other aspect is what you talked about, which is the blockchain side and the blockchain um, you know, really is going through what I call very similar to like NASDAQ 2001, where in 19- if you just added a, a .dot com to your name, the stock went up. Uh, a couple of years ago, if you just added .dot blockchain, things went up. Now, after a bit of a correction, you're seeing companies that really are solving problems and how the blockchain can be something to take, you know, to disintermediate, to allow for, uh, you know, for, uh, for for cost savings and solve real issues. We're focused on the insurance, which is one area, but the financial services, the medical area. There's so many different opportunities, but we're focused right now, as I said, Bitcoin mining and on the insurance
0: blockchain applications, which we're quite excited about. That's great. Those are I mean, the, the mining space is a fascinating one because of all the issues that you're highlighting there. You know, the energy issue, the cooling elements, uh, you know, I've had a couple of friends that have built operations in that area. And and I would say that when you reach a certain scale, it does require uh, a high level of sophistication, and so clearly that's what you guys are building at ocean falls so that that's exciting yeah so, like,
1: i mean yeah. I add one more thing it's interesting how many miners if we could go back, we wouldn't call it mining I mean because unfortunately that can it does give a bit of a negative connotation uh and really i mean it's like any new uh technology you know initially there's some inefficiencies to it, but it really does create, you know, solve a lot of problems. And I think over time, uh, with all the opportunities, as you talk about immersion, cooling and other areas, re- that it will become very much at the forefront and an important component of the overall blockchain network.
0: I completely agree. And clearly, I think some of these innovations that you guys are making to make it more efficient, more energy, I guess, environmentally sane, are critical. I've seen that actually is a big component in the uh, machine learning space, the AI space, where I mean, I don't think people fully understand how much energy it takes to process uh, and utilize machine learning at scale but it's significant. So, so uh, you know, we, we really need to kind of make sure that we, we tackle those environmental impacts as quickly as possible. So we don't slow down this uh, amazing kind of AI boom that we're seeing right now. Um, so Oded, as you look forward and you guys map out your plans at the Chamber of Commerce, what are you excited about over the next, let's say six months to a year?
1: Well, I think what I am excited about is again this opportunity and and the closer relationship and you know between Canada and Israel on a variety of different levels. I mean, politically, Canada is much like the United States, a great partner to Israel, and, and again, there's there's a there's a sharing of cultures, a sharing of, of the democracy platform. But as I, I mentioned earlier, it's, it's quite interesting. I see the two countries. Um, Gaining more and more traction, you know, partially because of the capital markets and recognizing that neither one is a world power, perhaps has any need to be a world power, but has very, very, you know, uh, a capitalistic, an entrepreneurial uh, uh, population. Uh, and can really work in a symbiotic way. I mean, Canada is a large country with few people. I mean, Israel is a small country, you know, with a fairly crowded people, but uh, there is that opportunity. And I just see technology and things that we're talking about, you know, it just makes things a lot easier. We held, we've held we held a number of Zoom calls recently uh, between Dubai, Tel Aviv, Toronto, and Vancouver. and. It feels like it much like you and I right now that we're in the room next door versus half a world yes. apart. So I see technology bringing, you know, these worlds together, bringing greater opportunities and allowing synergies, you know, for capital to meet with ideas and, and like-minded people to really grow their opportunities and the
0: businesses together. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely see it. And I don't see a shortage of innovation coming out of Israel right now. I just... Every day, I seem to be presented uh, 10 business ideas from Tel Aviv that blow my mind. So um, I, I'm, I'm excited about the future of that business. And then also, I'm just hoping, obviously, the ca- Canadian situation is one where I'm just hoping that the COVID stuff gets sorted out and that we can we can uh, travel back and forth across the border soon again. I was inches away from Canada uh, last weekend in, in Vermont and, uh, just pained me that I couldn't whip up to Montreal for a couple of days, but yeah, well,
1: hopefully we'll get, we'll get, we'll get through this soon enough. I mean, in Canada actually, it's, it's not too bad right now, Ben. I mean, the people have embraced the vaccinations probably a little better than some countries out there. Yeah. And, uh. It's uh, you know, we we are a population that is I, I laugh about Canada. I mean, we are a little quieter, perhaps it's the weather where it's a little <laughs> bit colder up here that we're not quite as out there as Americans or Israelis. And I, I mean yeah. I interact with many of them. Um and so we follow the rules a little bit more. We we were often you know, our country was born out of an evolution, not a revolution. So um yeah. but yeah, I'm looking forward to the day going back and forth across the border and for sports teams to
0: come back and forth. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we definitely yeah. Well, listen, Oded, it's been wonderful talking to you. We've been speaking to Oded Orgil. He is the president of the Canada-Israel Chamber of Commerce. He is also the CEO of Ocean Falls Blockchain that's actually going public quite soon. And he is the president of 5X Capital, which is working with a ton of innovative companies and supporting them as they seek capital, and build out their operations uh, in North America. Um, It's been great talking to you about all of these areas, Oded, and I can only imagine the exciting stuff that we'll be able to talk about in the next year as you guys continue to build here. Uh, But thanks for being on Uncaged. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a real pleasure. Stay safe.
1: Cheers.